welcome to this week's FPN Yes with Tamika and Marissa. I'm Marissa. That's Tamika. Tamika, how's your week? Not bad, you. You haven't had a cough in a while. Look, I'm trying to hold on because, first of all, the coronavirus, you sneeze, you call people looking at you like mm-hmm. you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Second mm-hmm. of all, I'm trying to not drink Corona. <laughs> Stop. Okay. You heard about that? Yeah. People, like, really? People really not drinking Corona. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Well. No, there's don't make excuses for stupidity. I'm not saying. Well, you said, well, like. Mm, but are you surprised? <sighs> no. Yeah, nothing surprises me. No. Um. So, listen to this. So, I want to talk about... Um. Whatever definition you have for true love, levels of it, and how we, sh- how our experiences shape that. I know that sounds like a little convoluted right now, but let me define what I'm trying to get at in, please, in this conversation. Just there, true love, friendship, romantic, platonic even, right? Um, elder uh, to younger states person there's all different levels of love that you could have like you love someone's craft how they um perform their craft things like that um i got hooked on um love is blind and it sparked a thought for me as we understand love because everyone has a different definition and you know one of my girlfriends at work she is such an avid proponent of people reading a book series of languages of love and how we show and communicate love to each other in all different levels. So that sparked a thought for me, like, you know, it says love is blind. We are, like, my age bracket is in a very, um, I want to say fortunate, but every every person that grows up think there's, thinks they're more fortunate than, than the generation below them. We didn't have technology in the in terms of we do today. No one had cell phones. No one had social media. You know, it was word of mouth, things like that. But it was also, it it, it gave liberties and opportunities for people to connect on multiple levels. Like, do you remember sneaking the phone in your room and talking all night with somebody, whether it be a friend or somebody you, you felt um, a romantic connection with, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, or, you know, just two people, you know, remember when you get on your bike and explore your neighborhood and you just keep talking and you're not really worrying about meeting nobody. You're just going up and down blocks, looking at houses, looking for little, you know, pathways to get from here to there quicker. And you just connect on so many different things. And I just thought about that where even in the workplace, as we send emails, you know, not everyone knows how to compose an email properly. So it's just how we're connecting with each other and how our levels of love and how we communicate that love to each other. Um, how does that shape? How, how does our experience shape that? You know how sometimes like things are misconstrued in a text message? You know, the connotation is not the same. The inflection is not the same. You know, we, I know you're a writer, so you write not differently than the way you speak, but your communication and in, in your different modalities. You have uh, work communication, um, we're talking gossip communication, a quick little uh, note communication. So the way you communicate electronically is very different 
um, depending on your modality. And I was thinking like the connections that we've made, even with each other as friendship, we didn't have social media. We didn't have, you know, I think cell phones just started like as our friendship developed. So it was like, I think we had a good four or five years without cell phones. But even then there was no text messaging that came later, a little bit later, because it was like beepers when we first met cell phones but plain and then you know we had our two-way pagers which was awesome and I don't know but we were able to connect on different levels have you have you noticed how technology and how we communicate our love to each other has changed or do you not see that I think technology enhances and makes you for good or bad I know like if you have not gotten an email from me cursing you out then I don't love you. <laughs> Back in the day. Oh. I cursed out every one of my friends. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Every single one of my friends. I left the email, a nasty email. So, if you didn't get one, we probably wasn't really friends. I probably really <laughs> didn't love you like that. I didn't love you enough to curse you out. Right. It, I didn't have the energy. Because I really don't like to waste my time or energy mm-hmm. on things I don't like. Yeah. Like, I get very bored easily mm-hmm. and monotony and just, I can't take it. Like, yeah. I just be like, all right, I got to go. Yeah. Like, but you try, even when I'm bored around people that I love yeah. and care about, I try a little harder. Yeah. Even if, if my, my gut and my heart and everything is telling me, just just leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I've it's been so many times where I just want to go. Ugh. And I just stay because of the person I'm staying for. So... Um, thankfully though with technology you can like send a quick test message I couldn't find you I'm out oh yeah you yeah know? yeah just, you know it's kind of sneaky uh-huh. last time you see the person like, I'm gonna run to the bathroom yeah and then maybe you know keep running to the mm-hmm. car and then you say I'm, I'm out um, but I was looking at um, like because you had mentioned love, love is blind and I'm not I haven't seen the show mm-hmm. but I wanted to know like can love truly be blind? And mm-hmm. I, I looked online and psychologists, there was some kind of study. They said that love is blind is actually true. So mm-hmm. I was like, really? And so I read further and they said, because love makes you blind and to, to the negatives of the person they are in love with. Oh. That way. That way. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's the way that I I I can see that I yeah. can see that actually being something that's true. Well, like, the the premise of the show, it's that they connect with each other, with like separate pods. Right. So they don't see each other. Right. They don't. They only communicate with each other. But there's also no cell phones, no work, no nothing. So they have like, I don't know. I don't know however ever many hours a day to sit in this little pod right. and just talk to somebody. So that's what they mean by love is blind. They don't let outside influences uh, uh, right. disconnect so you can, in you the can connection. Right. So you look at it that way as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I um I don't know. I just I like that the idea of because I I've been in those situations where because of how you feel about that person. Yeah. You oh, just, you're completely you're blind, blind to, to the like negative. All their fallacies. Oh yeah. Like the the mofo smells. Oh. And you're like, well. 
He has he's a nice right. smile. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so he's We've so all cute. been there. You know? Like <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. So it's like, I, I could see that. He's fallen um, on hard times. He had could, no job can, in five years. You can equate that to your own life, too. It's yeah. like, my mom, she might get on my nerves, but... You know. She can't not. She can't get on your nerves though. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I wasn't even thinking that. You know, but just like she's my mom, so. Yeah. I can't. There's only so much. You no, know, not like people just like disown their their mothers. Like they're, I don't know how they do that. I I'm went, always I went for leery sh- whenever I date someone. Mm-hmm. I'm always leery of number one, the relationship they have with their family, mm-hmm. and number two, if they have children, the relationship they have. So now we have music. Anyway, what is that? <laughs> the washing machine. <laughs> oh my gosh! So there's just a lot going on right now. We gotta find a new place. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I don't even remember what I was saying. I like distracted. So me. the relationship they have with their kids. It's so funny because I. Oh no, I, no, that's not what I was gonna say. But go ahead. I, I was thinking about that. Like I went for a stretch that I didn't talk to my mom, and I don't remember how long it was. It, it was probably like three weeks, maybe. Do you remember? Yeah, I, 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 not only do I remember that, I remember how you used to talk to your mother at times when you were, like, upset with her. Mm-hmm. And I could never, <laughs> as, as rocky as my mom's and my relationship have been from time to time over the years. I mean, the last mm-hmm. 10 years or so, it's been pretty good. But, mm-hmm. you know, back when I was a teenager, early 20s, mm-hmm. even then, I couldn't, this, I couldn't, the things you said to your mother, mm-hmm. and I'd be sitting there like, Ow. Like that. Yeah. Damn. But I Her was thinking hurt. more so I was thinking more so with like if I meet a guy Right. And he's talking about like he has kids and he's talking about his baby's mother's a piece of shit. Like, oh yeah. You know, like I can't Yeah. You gotta yeah. have a good relationship yeah. with her. Because 'Cause I'm not trying to be no the chick that comes in and it's like yeah. she hating me because 'cause I'm dating you. Yeah. Or she's saying all this like I yeah. just uh, Yep. But how like you treat your kids like that? Like oh they'll find me when they're eighteen. Yeah. Why? No, no. Yeah, I mean I I've shared this problem. I don't know if I shared this in pers- personally offline or online. I don't remember. But I remember my dad sat me and my my uh, brother one of my brothers down, and um he was he basically I don't remember the exact words he used, but he basically was like, yeah I didn't try because I knew like I I got that you guys had good mothers so I was y'all will come back to me eventually like really so so something to that extent like I can't you know over the years you like you know like you it's such a in the in the moment I remembered it very well and I remember we were sitting at Red Lobster so we breaking bread over these delicious biscuits delicious biscuits well actually we were breaking delicious biscuits because that is bread. Yeah. Um. And then he's just going on and on about this, and I'm looking at him like, wow, he, he's re- he's out of his mind. You know what? You know what? I commend he though. He didn't love me though. He what? I don't believe he loved me in the way that I needed to be loved. I should say. At the I time. He, no, I believe just in generally, like there's just people that their idea of love doesn't always coincide with your idea of love. Yes. Because love to me is never hurting the people intentionally right hurting the people you care about right it's so it's strange to me too because i like the only reason i'm talking about this is because you brought it up like when it comes to your dad his mother was such a loving force and she 
didn't she never I, I don't know how she if she chastised him I don't know what her conversations were with him when it came to his children how he treated them and all that stuff but I know that your grandmother made every effort to be in your life and to be your friend and to be just have that relationship with you and I think that he meaning your dad has such a strong relationship with you now because of that because he had the advantage of you being around even when he wasn't because your your grandmother was always around. Your grandmother always made sure that she was in your life. My grandmother was like uh, Facebook. Like you need to know what's going on in the family. You ask her. You dial into her. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So even if you, and you could, just like Facebook, you can browse without touching. Yeah. You know, you could see what's going on with pe- yeah. people and just be like, like my dad could see what was going on with yeah. me without actually being involved yeah. in my life. And he'd always been in his mind. He'd be like, "She good." Yeah. But no, Meanwhile, you're not. You because know, Mofo's like disrespecting me and my mother mm-hmm. in the worst way yeah. in a time where I needed my dad. Yeah. You know, but whatever. I can, I can hang on to it and be like, I don't love him because of this, but that's just not my heart. And I love my dad, and our relationship is is good. He's he's more of like a friend and I go to him ad- for advice as a friend as yeah. I would go to you you yeah. know what I mean yeah um I'm not going to him like a parent like yeah you know what I'm saying I just yeah you know it's just it's, it and is that, what it is and that's that goes coincides with what my girlfriend was talking about how we communicate love but even though love is blind the way we communicate it is very different where I f- I believe it's my opinion you're a person that understands love by action you could tell me a t- thousand different things, but you need to show me. You don't care about gifts. You care about the time because you know that time is precious. So That's all I've the, ever cared. The like, I, I time mean, and I'm action. I'm not going to act like I don't like gifts. No, Obviously, no, no. I, of course. Everyone likes I, something. You, what I hate when it comes to gifts, what I hate most is a gift that's perfunctory. Yes. Like, just don't bother giving me anything. Mm-hmm. If you're going to just give me, like, a roll of yarn and I don't knit, mm-hmm. like... What, yeah. What, you know, or give me some. A lot of people do, and I try to be, I try to be in the moment. And I, what I do, this is like funny, but I'll be like, somebody will give me something, and it's something that they bel- that they like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, okay, thank, thanks. And I then I tell myself, well, it's not about me. And then I'm like, wait, and it is about what me. About though. me? Yeah. Like, I do that to you all the time. What? I do that to you all the time. I always give you things that I like, you and you're like, give me stuff and you're like, like, show me yours, and I'm like, here it is, yeah, different ex- color. Yeah, you always give me things that you like. So I, my but mom I'm like, has shit, gotten if I like really, it, you like it. Not always. I know. My mom know. has I'm gotten trying. really good. I'm at trying. You, yeah. I have okay. been trying. You got to give me that. I don't that. know. I don't. I, I don't. have been trying. Okay. So my mom <gasps> has been giving me gifts that I actually like. Yeah. Like it took her a while to get on the Tamika bandwagon. Like yeah. I said I want sheets. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, all y'all out there with sheets, holla. <laughs> but I said I like sheets. <laughs> she gave me four sets. Beautiful sheets. When I tell you, I get in the bed, mm-hmm. and I, I'm like, I'm in love. Talk about love. You can love sheets. Okay. You can love the like I like every time I changed my sheets last night, and I'm like, oh, I laid down in them sheets, and I was like, my mom is so great. I love her. <sighs> Because she gave me a pair of sheets. 
Yeah. Because she listened to me. Right. I, she said, what do you, I don't, you know, people, my birthday's coming up. What do you want for your birthday? And I, I'm, I usually say, let me think on it. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to leave it up to, to chance. Mm-hmm. I tell the person I want a gift card. Is like, I don't think a gift card is like lazy. No, I love gift cards. You know, like, I don't... Yeah. I don't think cash is lazy. But she's got to pay her bills. Yeah. You know, I, maybe, I, maybe I, you know, maybe, like, for me, I'm like, okay, you give me cash. That means you recognize your inability to buy good gifts. So you're going to leave it up to me. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like cash okay. and gift cards. So yeah. I love those, those mofos that be yeah. giving me I love I love my family to be giving me cards. Yeah. Like, uh, not cards, um, scratch... Scratch-offs? Yeah, scratch-off yeah. cards. Like, slap, you know? Let a girl live, Let yeah. a girl live, you know? But uh, a ball of yarn, that's so much. I mean, I got I got a, what you call one year? It was a, the, I got a cheese grater one year. <laughs> Potato peeler. I mean, just stuff that's just like... On don't, an end cap at yeah, Home Goods on don't, clearance. Don't, don't buy, and then you know, like you could tell because the box is damaged and yeah. the sticky stuff is still on it. So you're like, yeah. you didn't even try it, or somebody gave this to you, and you, you've shown me how much I'm loved and valued. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying that monetary things and material things equate to love, but it's the it's what you put into them. That's yeah, but don't how, lie. I've been trying to step up my gift game with you. What's the last thing you got me? You got me. What'd you give me for Christmas? Um, I got you like a hundred bags. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was with a theme. Yes. Yeah. Which I use some of them. Obviously, I can't use them all every day. No. But uh, yeah, I'll be using the big one on my trip. One of my many trips. So okay, when at what point in your life did you feel like you you became in tune to how everyone communicates differently with love um i would say i would say probably not until i got into like high school where i really paid attention Mm -hmm. obviously and then you start to think back even now you know i'm in my 40s and i think back to to moments or like i i um last week Mm -hmm. um is this is and it's not necessarily a love thing but i had mentioned this to you like you how you talk to certain people mm-hmm. is very different than how you talk to me mm-hmm. so when i see you talk to them i'm like why are you so uncomfortable why are you, why are you acting that way mm-hmm. and then to see that other person point that out mm. it's never been pointed out to me right 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 which i knew to be true so then you always make me feel like i'm crazy because i never saw it yeah i never saw so it when until, the other person yeah. pointed out we were we were sitting around having a glass of wine mm-hmm. and that other person pointed out oh you you real different when she's around <laughs> and i was like see <laughs> i told you i'm not crazy <laughs> so so it never stops it never stops when you're in your when you're a teenager mm-hmm. you start to recognize like it might be like with your family if you're a sibling right. how your parents might cheat, treat one another over sibling the, yeah like i guess i would notice more so like what my grandmother have would treat me and my my cousins um my two cousins or my nana grandma so or nana nana how my nana would treat me and my two cousins and it would be like not different it would be yeah. the same yeah which is like even today i can't yeah. i look back and i'm like obviously there's she catered to 
each of our strengths, you know, but. She, yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that, and, and very strongly because it's it's very, um, how do I say that? Because I, I, it's, I don't want to say everybody has a favorite because they don't. They, they definitely don't. But especially when it comes to like a grandma like that, she really did cater to each of each of your likes, idiosyncrasies. Well, she I'm can, talking about my Nana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when you say grandma, I... Oh, sorry. Your Nana, Because you know yeah. I call one grandma, one yeah. Nana. Play. So she, yeah. she was very much, very even, very fair, but differently to each of you. And then when it came to, when it came to your grandma, though, and I, I don't know if this is okay to say, so you have to correct me if not. I think you were the favorite, so I think you got treated a little bit differently, but it I don't was, think I was a favorite. See... I don't I think, think she had a favorite. Maybe maybe it's because she was so in tune. Maybe she was just so in tune to each of you that she expressed exactly how you guys needed to communicate. Because the way she was with you and the f- deep, deep, deep friendship that you two had, I didn't. See, I just feel like I didn't see that with anyone else. Right. I know with your little... But you little, wasn't really around. You were around a couple of my cousins, but... But I was always around with your little brother, and I know her and your little brother had the same humor. Yes, they would sit and make fun of fat people. They would sit on a <laughs> but bench. But they would look at each other and communicate. It, it's not right. It's like <laughs> yeah, that's no, what they yeah. would do. And my dad, like my dad, a couple of weeks ago, I saw him. He said him and Trevor do the same thing. <laughs> what? So really? I, so my dad must have got that from my grandmother. Oh my gosh. I'm like, you talking about fat people, really? Okay. And it's funny but, because I think, like, when I think to my grandparents. I didn't have my my grandma for for very long. I was the youngest and I was the only girl. There was only four of us, but I always felt like she was my friend. Right. She used to beat the shit important. out of me though. But I always felt like she was my friend. Yeah. And I always felt like she would go to bat with me whenever. I I think as a young person, it's really hard for you to ask for help mm-hmm. when you know you're not gonna get it. But when it came to her, the few times that I asked her for help. It was problem solved. It was never. It was never like. It was like, Grandma, I don't feel com- or I don't, and that was it. She, I didn't have to like explain myself. I didn't have anything else. She was like, especially being young, like she was that. That she went to bat for me. But then I think about my paternal grandmother, and she was. She always wanted to make your favorite dish when you came over. She she didn't care. Like she didn't. You didn't have to call to let her know you were going over. You could just show up, but she wanted to know because she wanted to make sure that she had your dish. You were ready. She was ready for you. For for your likes. Yes. Yes. But what's funny enough, what she made me for dinner every time I was there was not my favorite dish. Isn't that crazy? But she thought it was, so I just love that she did it. That's how my grandma was. Because she she would be like, (laughs) like, it's one of those things where... Okay, so I love fish and grits. Mm-hmm. Is it my favorite dish? No. No. But it's mm-hmm. my grandma. It's, it's the thing with my grandmother, and then it's mm-hmm. now it's rolled on to my thing with my dad. Mm-hmm. And then she would make me che- a strawberry cheesecake for my birthday every year. I have never. Every year she made it. I never ate it ever. Don't you know the first time I had strawberry cheesecake was like she might have been dead by then. <laughs> okay. I ain't been eating it that long, but I eat yeah. it now like it's my, um, and I regret that I never ate her cheesecake, because every time she makes it, she's like, you love it. I was like, no, I like strawberry shortcake. <laughs> <laughs> Not she cheesecake. But she, cheesecake. you know how hard it is to make yeah. cheesecake? 
Yeah. From scratch. Yeah, and she made that for she, you. And I never ate it ever. She put the strawberries on the top, like cut them. <sighs> the whole the whole pop and starts drizzle the the juice, <sighs> and I'd be like, ew, I don't want cheese. She's like, it doesn't taste like cheese. No, it tastes so good. I was. <sighs> I, I wish I would have had it. My grandma used to make me. She called it Spanish spaghetti. She called it Spanish spaghetti. Spanish spaghetti. That? I don't remember, but it wasn't like saucy, like Italian. It was like more like pasty, Ew. and it was. I mean, it was. And it was I don't. Okay, re- but no, it was good. Oh, it was good. But yeah. It wasn't like, oh my god, I can't wait to have it. Yeah, she'd be like, I made you Spanish spaghetti. Está ahí, Spanish spaghetti. And she would instead of just saying Spanish spaghetti in Spanish, she would say Spanish spaghetti. You probably told her like one time how great it was. Yeah, and she you was know, like, that's, that's, that's your that's favorite. All the grandmother needs to hear. Like, it's amazing. It might have been, I honestly think, because when I was younger, I didn't eat much, and it was very unnerving to, to everyone else. Obviously not to me because I was little, but I think you when you're little, you graze. Well, that reminds me of your son, one of your sons. It's like, yeah. so he's like, not he's, he's very picky. So, yeah. you know, he discovered mozzarella sticks. Now you're going to force mozzarella sticks down his throat. Yeah. It's, and he's going to be like, he's going to be 28, like, I hate I, mozzarella I sticks. I hate mozzarella <laughs> I just got tired of them telling me, do you like this? Do you like that? Yeah. Oh my gosh! But I re- and you know what else she used to do we, when it was our birthday? Instead of saying like "Happy birthday" in Spanish, she go "Happy birthday." And so whenever it's someone's birthday and I say it, they think I'm making fun. But no, it's like it's so endearing to it, me. It comes to yeah. But see, if nobody knows the context, that's your problem. See, nobody. What your problem is? What your problem is? You love spitting out stuff that nobody knows the backstory to, and they're looking at you like, okay. You know what? I think I in this in this that is a lot. I yes, and I'm starting. I'm self-reflecting as I'm getting older, and I think one of the things that I do is that I am very self-conscious. And if you don't know and I'm left in my happiness, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But if I share it with you and you're like, oh, and then I feel stupid or like insecure about it, then I'm like, well, maybe I'm wrong well, in my feelings. Sometimes you have to explain it the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I'm also, but here's gotta the thing. got to garner that compassion. Make a mofo cry over make, it. Make them cry with me. But here's the thing, though. You're talking, you're, you're a rapapore. You can communicate and you create a visceral emotion a visceral um 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 environment when you're when you're retelling a story or you're creating i think so you don't think so Uh, because you're the one that's doing it yeah but as someone who's been on the receptive end of it when you tell a story you it's visceral i I feel it good for 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 like lines not a whole story I'll go your, into a story and it's so boring and then I'll be like, and the mofo says shut up and then and you see, laugh. But see, You're like, oh, that was such a great story. <laughs> Meanwhile, the whole rest of it was like, I don't no, know. No, but see, you're an artist. You're you're a genuine artist and you're never going to feel um, like your shit is good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm never you're gonna. sensitive about your shits, as Erica <laughs> Badu would say. So it's like, you're ju- you're an artist. You're a true artist. But I'm telling you, but I'm not a rapapore. I'm more of, I don't know what I am. I don't know. I I think I'm more of a just like stand there, smile, and make people think you're stupid. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't figured you out yet. So you know, there's there, there's you're a complicated being. <laughs> you're a complicated being. I agree with that. Even I don't even know. Like mm. I, it's taken me. It, like I'm trying to self reflect on all these things. But I'm telling you, 20 years later, mm-hmm. I'm sitting in your kitchen. And for the first time, somebody was like... You felt vindicated. I, I really did. I really did. I've been telling you this for years, and you're like, no. I'm like, bitch, yes. It's, 
you 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 brand new with certain people. <laughs> Just like you don't really curse. If you curse, you it's like I don't know. You're just very different with with other people, which is mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. But don't make me look stupid. Don't make me look like I'm crazy, because I'm pointing it out. You're like, oh, you're crazy. You always say, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> then a mofo is, <laughs> takes a sip of wine. You're real different with, but oh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to <laughs> jump down and be like. Oh. I wish you would have, because I would love to have them explain it. Because I, I, I acknowledge your feelings oh here we go <laughs> but i also haven't i didn't i haven't seen it right so i don't know i would like t- an explanation but okay anyway but it's the communication of love and it's um, it's funny and this this is one of the things i think that you and i and i think this is one of the reasons why i'm so sensitive with my mom not being here and me having kids um whenever we talk about how somebody communicates love we always go back to our grandmothers do you notice Our that? My grandmothers were great. Yeah. They were amazing. They communicate. Like, yeah. like, for real, I had the absolute best grandmothers for me. Right? You know, like, I don't even... I, sometimes I cry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be at home and I'll yeah. just start crying because I'm like, damn. Yes. They're so great. They're so... Right? And, and I, they, but with me, it's like, I have pictures with both of them together. Yeah. Pictures of them together with me and without me. Like, yeah. they went on little things together. They were friends. They, they had the same friends. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's so crazy. And, and that and that's one of the things that, that's, that's like, um, and I think that's why I'm so sensitive with, like, my mom not being here and, and my kids. They have, obviously, they, they have a grandmother around, but, oh, uh, not obviously. They do have one grandmother around, but I experience such an overwhelming abundance of love and they communicated it in ways that was so I don't know like it's here I am at 40 and I can't define love without talking about them it's crazy I remember sitting at my my Nana's kitchen table um, soon after my grandma passed away and uh, I remember sitting there and looking at my Nana she I don't remember what she was saying what we were talking about and I'm like, damn, I only got one grandma now. And little did I know that a year later I would lose her too. Like I think about that yeah. every, not every day, but I think about yeah. that often. Like, yeah. you just don't know. And lately I've been having, I've had this conversation with my mother. Like, who's next? Oh, don't you feel like the and other start f- shoe's gonna drop? It's like I'm, I start yeah. talking at this person's funeral. Like yeah, my oh mind God, goes, I know. Yeah. like what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like going on and on. And I had a conversation with my mother the other day, and she's like, and I was like, I'm scared. Like I, I don't even remember if I said the words, I'm scared to lose you, but I'm like, I think I was like, oh, like, cause me and my cousin Yolanda, we were talking, and we we're like, um, our mothers are sisters, mm-hmm. and we we're like, damn, they're getting up there in age. Like, we'd be lucky if we get them for another 20 years. If we get them yeah. for another 20 years, that's, like... That's a blessing. Yeah. Like, we... They could conceivably go within the next five years. Oh, my God. The next year. Like, they're, they're yeah. in their 60s. And it's like, oh. And me, then, then me and Yolanda are, like, quiet. Like, what the fuck is oh. wrong with us? <laughs> we just left the casino. We're broke. You wanted to add insult to injury. Oh, we're broke right now. <laughs> she was up about $400, came home with nothing. Ugh. I borrowed money from her. <laughs> and we're in the car like, oh, if our mamas die. <laughs> oh it's like horrible. 
but uh you know so i just you know and on top of it i got my dna results and i'm like people are not my family that i thought was family and it's just crazy and so it's like you've had a week what a week it's been i hate february i really do i really hate and then they got the nerve to add a day today they added a day happy year you know my nana she died i mean she she was born i mean getting it wrong her father Mm -hmm. died on her birthday are you kidding february sucks okay (sighs) it sucks but i'm like i'm always reminded of both of my grandmother's birthday at least like when they passed away it's Mm -hmm. like okay september Mm -hmm. is my grandma's birthday i mean my grandmother's passing of her her passing died in september Mm -hmm. my nana died in november yeah these bitches both on top of everything else were born a week apart (sighs) really yeah my grandmother's birthday is on the 16th and my nana's birthday is on the 24th really oh you oh homie and then my nana's mother her birthday is in september like it's just i think her birthday is in september but there's a february and september yeah it's all before me but it's like September is just a it's a rough month. It's a lot of love. February. You know what's so funny? I was Se- thinking about same September. Yeah. February. I was thinking about like you know as we were talking about our grandmothers, my um a, a birthday passed in my household, and somebody got this present that I was just so like that took a lot of love. They right. they made something for one of my kids, and that was love. You can't say what it was. It's I don't know what the book is called. I forgot they what made it a was. Book? They made a book. Wow. I, I'll show it to you. Okay. And every it's it's to be creative and explore and write ideas and thoughts. That's and, nice. And every page is so dedicated. I'm jealous. Gave I me, was jealous. Gave these mobile video games like here. Yeah. No, no, but that's <laughs> but they felt love. No, I know, yeah. but it's just like but in years from now they're mm-hmm. not gonna remember Madden. They're gonna remember their book. No, that's only the great, one of them got a book. Oh, see? The other one, yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, we're not going to get into... We're not going to get into that, but it was just so special. It was such, like, a, a lovely gesture. Right. And I think of... And then, like, you know how for Valentine, they're always just like, I love you because... And right. my little guy wrote, I love when my Nana makes cookies with me. <sighs> and I was like... when my gra- He said grandma because that's his grandma, but her name is Nana. Right. You know? So he's like, well, my grandma makes cookies with me. And I took so a... her name's... What? Okay. Anyway. So that, but in his mind, her name is Nana. Right. I got but it. But that's his grandma. Right. So when he wrote his story, he was saying who she was, not her name. Right. You know. So it's like, um, um, I took a picture of it and sent it to her, because it was just like you always want to know how somebody. Those things mean. Then like they're meaningful. Yes. That goes back to what we were talking about, but like gifts. Yes. That's why it's like when somebody is tuned into your likes and desires. Yes. It just it just means yes you can give them a rock yeah but you know it's and it's never yeah it, it's it goes back to the other um um saying where it's like it's not what you say it's how you say it and, and I'll be honest like mm-hmm. it's not about how much was spent and how much you know all that I like my Apple Watch <laughs> <laughs> it's not because of the cost. <laughs> so thank you. It's the greatest watch ever. I gave her the Apple Watch. I think it was like two birthdays ago, maybe. I think it was three or four. Three. I don't remember. Whatever. But I. But I was more. I. For me, I was like, but you got Apple Care. 
for two years because she drops everything and everything. she falls everywhere. But, but I, I was like, I, she got you got full Apple Care. I didn't love two it years. because it was, it was. No, I know I you just, wanted it. I know yeah, you wanted just, it, and I wanted. And I to would give never it to buy it for myself. Well, I'm. I may have bought it like now. Now, yeah. It was like years and years after it came out, but like, and I'm I'm making a a joke, but there's like there are a lot of things that people people like get and I don't know I still have and you didn't even make it for me but like you made this thing when you were a kid or something I, I don't remember and like every time you're like I'm gonna throw that and I like keep it because I'm like it to me it's like you made that oh I like your rain duck yeah my mother's like I'm throwing this away and it's like <laughs> really I made that like if I leave if I die before you you're gonna be like I wish I had that rain, rain duck, duck. <laughs> I think about that rain duck all the time. People make things, and it's like... It was a reindeer duck thing. Yeah, that's my shit, my rain duck. Anyway, <laughs> just saying. Let's go to a ceramics class. No. Although, you know, um, Master Nutton has them. Let's go. Okay. Mm. I want to transition to... Okay. Yep, yep, that's, that's trending. trending. So this is going to be a hard shift. Because um, because it's Marissa's week, so yeah, that's and how we do exactly. So you know how we were just talking about um, um, we're talking about love, how we communicated, how we're feeling, blah blah blah. So Jim Jones, the rapper, mm-hmm, the rapper, not the evangelical um cult leader. He it, he was on a podcast. And he's making a claim that being a rapper is more dangerous than being a soldier. I'm not going to get into the full context of it all. And he did have a... He's um, an ass, okay? But go ahead. Oh. Okay. Um, and he did get into a b- debate with um, someone who is a fan, but is also a veteran. Um, he wanted the smoke. Who wanted the smoke? Jim Jones? Jim Jones. Or, okay. You think so? He, you think he did that? You think he did that on purpose? You must want the smoke if you're gonna engage and just not bow out. Thank you for your service, man. I appreciate you know what you did. I just gotta you know I just have a differing opinion. But to double down, that means you want it. That means you want it. What do you think? I and I it's so go ahead go go into what he said because I I didn't mean to. Well, the back and forth. Um, uh, so the guy's name is Mez, right? And he, Jim replied, and I'm only going to read part of it. Here are facts every N I grew up with is either dead or in jail. So you want to compare death tolls? It won't add. You went to Army and met N-words you never knew and grew up with or grew up with. I grew up with all these N-words all my life, so it hit different. You want to continue this debate? Y'all was shooting at kids and innocent bystanders in the midst of shooting at the enemy. We was kids shooting at kids in the men- in that mentality split over to success. Remember, you knew who your enemies were. We don't, and everybody knows who we are because of our notoriety. See how you protect yourself from enemies you can't see? Question mark. Um, the on- the the way I am interpreting his diatribe in this back and forth is that what he's saying is that because he is on um he's known and there are vultures in every industry to take from him and to take and he's claiming that 
because he started out as a kid in a rougher neighborhood, he has the emotional toll is different because he's saying that these were friends and people he grew up with and knew that are either in jail or backstabbed him. What I can say is I'm not a veteran. I did not go to war, but I can't imagine the emotional toll and consequences. Um, it takes someone to pack up, go with people that you don't know. As he said, you're going around with people that you don't know in these countries that you're very unfamiliar with, with, you know, could be different languages, different cultures, all this stuff. And kids coming up to your convoy strapped in bombs. If you don't think that hits different, if you don't think that you come home with things that you can't rest with, you know, I'm not saying being a rapper is easy. I think there's an art form to it. I think when you have lawyers and things that, you know, you're always in a position to be taken advantage of. I get that. But when you have maximum security in your gated community, I think you're able to sleep at night a little bit better than somebody who has to envision certain things that you didn't experience. I'm not saying one is harder than the other, but a soldier? I think Jim Jones is ignorant. Here's two things. Mm-hmm. Number one, his initial thing said being a rapper is harder than being an Iraq veteran. And then mm-hmm. he proceeds to talk about kids and teenagers living in the inner city. Not rappers. Mm-hmm. He's talking about two different things. Two different things. He's not talking about rappers living in the inner city now and strapping and killing yeah. each other. He's talking about kids. a totally different... So number one, stick to stick to the topic. Don't right. try to... That, I hate when people make a point and then they grab at everything else other than what they made their point about. Right. You said rappers. Yeah. Live it. Rappers um, is is more dangerous than being a war veteran, which is ignorant in itself. Yeah. And then your your backup story was to say living in the hood, this, that, and the other, and we'd be shooting people. You're not in the hood. That's not number one. That's you not, don't live in the hood. Number two, that's not even the same thing. They're not yeah. rappers. Like most. It just, it, it pissed me off in so many levels with him saying that because of who he is, number one. Right. Number two, like, bro, just sit sit down, have several seats. Number three, we both have family members who have been in varying wars and mm-hmm. fought for our country. Right. And to, to equate that to, if, say we take the rappers out of it. Right. To equate that to, you know, the kids in the hood. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going down. They hood a lot of crazy, messed up uh, crime. There are a lot of... He's talking about in, in war with kids and mothers being shot and bystanders. Right. The same shit is happening. In the, like, yeah. you're not saying anything that's like... To me, it's just he's just disgusting. And the fact that you and I are having this debate about him and the fact that media outlets have... Uh, grabbed onto this his comments and made had debates about it i don't know if it speaks more to us us or to him he's we're having a date of debate about an ignorant person i don't think we're having comments that an ignorant person made yeah we are yeah we are no well we're not having a debate we're commenting on it but yeah commenting i mean a lot of people are debating about it but it's like really there's no debate this is there's no debate on this one yeah yeah, this like is what he, we're... He's whack. Yeah. He's whack. I mean, he just... Everything about him. 
is just he's always been whack. Back when it was Harlem, Harlem World, you know, yeah. with Cameron and all them back in the nineties. Yeah. Like he's always been like <sighs> so stupid. You know when there's like a a group of kids that were like there's the popular group and there's that one that you're like, How did they get in there? Yeah. And like nobody tells them where the party is, but they always end up showing up somehow. And you're kind of like, huh? But he's always saying stupid shit, too. I feel like that's Jim Jones. He's so whack. I just can't even. I can't even. You got another topic? To I do. I kind of do, but it's also, even. like, downhill. Oh, I wanted to talk about Duffy. Who's Duffy? The English singer who she went know. into, she had that, well, I don't know about you. mm, mm. Oh, my what happened to her? She actually went, uh, became a recluse because apparently she was um, held captive and violated for days. Okay, next topic. Okay. So on this last day of Black History Month. Thank you. <laughs> that was a great recovery. I appreciate you. <laughs> I liked I'd like to shout out. Um, I started out so good. You did. I'd like to shout out. Uh, I don't even know who. Oh, who's the woman who just died? Um, the mathematician. Uh, Catherine Johnson. Thank you. Yeah, we could shout her shout her out, I guess. Catherine Johnson. My uh, one of my daughter is very uh much in a fan of science. Has she seen the movie? No, not yet. Okay. Um, because um, it's they f- on her own accord because um, she has a hard time fathoming segregation, so she she can't understand like parts of the movie and she gets she says that until she's ready she doesn't want to get stuck on that topic. Hey, what? In hidden places they talk about segregation because right. the segregation of bathrooms. So you're saying your daughter is not yeah, ready? Yeah, she she has self edited because she doesn't want to get stuck on just because she can't uh, so understand i'm not gonna i'm, I'm not gonna sh- crap all of your daughter she's a she's a kid she has a right to feel however she feels and this is coming from somebody who is 45 mm-hmm. and at that age i don't know remember what the hell mm-hmm. but i know at 45 i realized so it might take her 40 years mm-hmm. to get to this point but at 45 i realized or 44 or whatever it was mm-hmm. that um my discomfort shouldn't be a factor in understanding somebody else's pain. That you're not understanding what she's saying then. Okay, so go ahead. So what she's saying is that de- you better defend your cub. I'm about to defend my cub. Um, but I, and let me just say, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm 44 when I realized this. Mm-hmm. It's not fair of me mm-hmm. to. I, it's like hard to equate myself to to a young kid. Mm-hmm. It took me how many forty years almost right. to get to this point. But see, and and you're you're getting lost in your interpretation and your your experience on what she's saying because what she's saying is she wants to watch the movie for what it is. She doesn't want to get stuck on the idea that she cannot understand segregation. So she wants to see the piece of art for what it is and the piece of history for what it is, and not get stuck on I still don't understand how people could have allowed segregation to happen. I you know it's funny though the movie to me I don't even think it really spoke. I mean obviously I don't think you know there's certain movies where the backdrop of what's going on is a main character. Mhm. 
I don't feel like that was... And I feel like it was. I feel like, yet again, Kevin Costner is the hero to all the blacks, and he knocked down the sign to make sure everybody can go to the same bathroom. But I don't think, I don't think you, I, I agree with that, but I don't think that it was, like, constantly thrown in our, like, it's, like, weird. When I watched it, I was like, damn, that's messed up. But it's coming with the history of what we already know mm-hmm. about that time period. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah, they Yeah, but you're talking it. about somebody who's young, who's now learning that that has But is happened. that something she's going to pick up on? Yes, she has picked up on it. But you said she didn't watch it. She Because the, the clips that she has seen, that's the hardest-hitting point that they make in it. And she's learning about all of these things now. She didn't know this four, five, six. She's learning and understanding American history now. What are her thoughts on it? On American history? On black history, specifically for Black History Month. Um, well, she... I hate to sound cliche, but she's like, black history is American history. So she doesn't really... She's very aware. All of them are very aware but they also are trying to be sensitive to and understand the history because they, they, they're very aware that if you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. But they're very at a tender age where they're introducing slowly real American history. What are they teaching in school for Black History Month? Um, what are they learning? Highlighting different things. It, and it Is all it depends. Is like MLK? Yeah, it's always MLK. Rosa Parks? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Yeah, so it also depends on, so, like, they have a new librarian who is actively looking for different things. So, like, um, oh, what's the scientist that just passed away? Hmm? The scientist that just passed away. What's her name? You just Catherine Johnson? Catherine Johnson, yeah. So, because she just passed away, she talked about it. So, she's highlighting different things. Okay. Um, And it all depends on the educator, what they, you know, the curriculum is, is, you know, your three basics. (laughs) Lincoln freed the slaves. Yeah. Um, Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, but it also but it also depends. You know what's so funny? Your mom gave me a treasure trove of of books of Black people in history, and that's one of the things that we've we've talked about because it's important that they know historians and different parts of um, you know genres of history, whether it be music, art, you know, science. I kind of wish that I was like not only taught. Um, like true black history mm-hmm. um, a lot of it I learned on my own like making a concerted effort to read my own books right but also I wish I had been taught about other cultures right like I don't really know much about Korea yeah Japan yeah you know what I mean or yeah. Asia I should say yeah most of my history is about Europe yeah, we it's know Europe everything in America. Is to know that's about it. Europe. You can find countries on mm-hmm. the map. Like I, okay, Italy. They teach it. Italy is the boot. Yep. Like you learn that. Like you're yeah. five. Like you gotta know. Like we gotta know Italy. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. And then Africa. It's like you're taught like more so you, the way you're taught. Even though we know it's a continent, it was like you're taught it to be a country. Yeah. Where you point out the entire continent as mm-hmm. opposed to like countries history. Yeah. Africa. The same thing with Asia. Um, even when I was when I was a kid, it was Eurasia. Yeah. And they split it. And now, yeah. you know, it's weird. Like, yeah. history kind of changed. So that's how I could tell where Asia was located. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, okay, it's over in this area. Mm-hmm. and But not specific. I knew nothing about North Korea. 
Do you like, think that has to do with because there's shame associated with all of this? No, I think it's because our teachers are Anglos, and they, well, they love to teach about themselves and their history. They're quick to tell you, like, if I, me saying, there was a stigma for years. It's like, African-American, why you can't just be American? Now it's like, Italian-American. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a it's like a pride thing. Mm-hmm. You watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, of uh, New Jersey, and they're constantly talking about, I'm Italian. I'm a t-. Mm-hmm. Like, that was not, you never really went around telling people you're Italian-American. You yeah. know what I mean? It's something new in the last 20 years, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. You know, but when I was a kid, it was like, you just white, you black. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then there's some Spanish people, and they're all Puerto Rican. Like, <laughs> oh it's, my gosh. you know, it's, meanwhile, you know, they're Mexican. It's like all over the place. Yeah. Spain, it's, it's like crazy. So, so there's there's a there's a <coughs> process to the curriculum. So there's there's committees that put curriculums together, and it's how the teacher takes that. You know, well, who makes up these committees? Um, officials. You have to. It, it's appointed officials. But um, I mean, who? Are, what do they look like? Are they a diverse group? Well, that's the thing. Now there is a huge push to have diversity and to 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 look for diversity in these curriculum writing. And the, the big push now is um, showing diversity in curriculum and how you do that. That's a very big push now. Um, and how you take um, multiple cultures and, and, you, and you stagger and you scaffold that into education. I like to see the actual committee. Not not be like, okay, the committee, the Suffolk County Board of Education Committee has, has approved this curriculum. I Who are those members? Oh, oh. You know what I mean? Well, let's go to Albany, girl. No, I, well, obviously, you have to do your own research. They ain't out on the front line yeah. standing in front of a podium saying, we are a diverse group. Mm-hmm. We've come up with this, this uh, game yeah. plan for Suffolk County or right. Nassau County or New York State, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm supposed to just blindly believe that it's a diverse group of people. Yeah. Well, those nobody are got time to do the research. Yeah. I'm too busy Googling Jim Jones. <laughs> okay. Well, apparently I was too. <laughs> and Duffy. <laughs> and Duffy. Oh my God. Oh my God. And my sinking ship. <laughs> How do Black History Month? But you're, you're 18% right? African. 18%. Yeah. 18% of me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm probably more black than you, right? No, you're not. What was your Don't percentage? Don't just try to take away my blackness. <laughs> See, this is how y'all do. You try to. You already stripped us of our land. Then you try to strip me of my race. Hey, my 18% wants to stand strong. Well, you know, until you get a quarter, <gasps> bitch, you ain't stand. You need seven more percent. <laughs> so there. <laughs> anyway. Homie, yes, I loves you. Mm-hmm. You're perfect. Mm-hmm. Now change. Where can oh, they catch it? Or song. It was a show, right? I Wasn't that a? Br- we saw that off book. Broadway. I, oh, okay, yeah. Maybe it started out as a book. No, yeah, I think you're right. You're perfect. Now change. I love you. You're perfect. Now change. Yeah, I forgot we've seen it. I've known you a long time. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where can they catch us? Yep, yeah, yes. 18 <coughs> on Instagram, Twitter. Now I'm coughing. Now you're coughing. Give me a Corona. <laughs> I got no limes. Uh-huh. Um, or Corona. Um, the Yep, yeah, Yep, Yeah, Yes podcast on Facebook. All your streaming devices. We're here every weekend. Yep. Sharice, let me know if you like this show. 
Who's that? My old au pair, Cherise. Oh, how is she? She's fantastic. She says she's been listening? Mm-hmm. Oh, she liked God. last week's show. See, I don't need to know who's listening. That scares <laughs> me. Because then you start censoring yourself. <laughs> no, not with her. She, she's, she's good to have a conversation with. But family members. You know, like oh, there's yeah. certain people you can't talk about. Anyway, let's move on. Great. Catch us next week. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>